As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Barnstorming. I have a very special show for you here today. I have Joyce DeWitt, Jenny Lee Harrison, Richard Klein. We're the only living people left on Three's Company, except for <laughs> Voldemort, who must not be named, <laughs> Suzanne Summers. But we're here today. We all, uh, two, uh, Joyce and Richard don't even live in LA. So we're all pretty excited. Uh, well, I guess I'm excited. They are. You can see their faces. They're very nonplussed. But um, anyway, so let's get off to the first question. Speaking of... Um, Don't look at me like that. Speaking of uh, Suzanne Summers, this, this will be quick. Can you tell me about the episode with the coffin? Uh, Terry Kaiser, who I know, who did a Oh, yeah. He did he a wonderful Italian job. Guy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and that, and Jenny Lee was in the show then because I saw your picture next to the coffin <laughs> and I the story was is that Terry Kaiser was in love with um, was it Joyce honey I'm telling you this and episode was, I don't know and he was jealous well. and so he was going to kill John right and so they had to fake John's death and so they put him in the coffin and then when they put flowers on him he got allergic and then he and sneezed right but what I want to ask about the story is it was a you know it's a great episode it was before me, but um, uh, uh, supposedly, because this was during the time with they didn't know if Suzanne was going right. to right? And I guess on one of the takes, why am I telling the story? I wasn't even there. Gosh darn you, Richie. Um, there was a, somebody put a ponytail, like, you know how she, Suzanne would wear those little piglets? Not piglets, but the little ponytails? Yes. Just, someone had stuck it in the coffin. Do you mean like sticking out? I think that was, you know, a private to those the crew and the cast yeah, between yeah. takes. I don't think that uh, wasn't yeah. it wasn't the show. it wasn't on air. Yeah, no. I know. You know what I thought was brilliant about that that episode because I know you're you're getting into is you know I'm digging the hole. Is Paul dead? <laughs> is Paul dead? Um, yeah. But they, you know, because Larry was a used car salesman, and so he takes John to the uh, to the funeral home to look at various coffins. And <laughs> so I got in the coffin, and, and it was one of these coffins where half of the top of the coffin would come up. And right. I said, and, I, and I, I pull up in the top of the coffin, and I said, look, see, it even has a sunroof. Yes, which I, I did. Funny. I did, too. Did they, did they keep that in the show? Probably yes. not. Yeah, oh, they, they did. did. No, that was a line from the show. Oh, it was actually written. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I was thinking yeah. that was. And I do remember happen. the ponytail, and I think one of the crew members put, put that yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. But I it remember. was one of those, you know. Yeah, yes. it was pretty yeah. funny. I yeah. thought it was, yeah. you know, I did think it was pretty funny. So that's where I was I'm starting so, with. So uh, now I think we should play the theme song backwards. 
<laughs> and is it like is Paul dead? Mm. Is that a, is no, it's, no, no, it's, it goes something like is Suzanne dead? Suzanne No, I, I've <laughs> never, <laughs> I've never actually played the, the the theme song backwards. But I think that's a terrific idea, and I'm supporting your podcast by saying that. What's the next question? I yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that episode I'm, I really I'm didn't totally have that lost. much memory of, but I did remember that yeah, bit I, of Richard opening the top half of well, it. Well, when I was talking to people, up. we did the 40th anniversary, it's the 40th anniversary of Three's Company, so we did a special for Antenna TV. On this, They're having a marathon in March. And I was talking to people, and they said that one that was one of their favorite episodes. Episodes were before me. Uh, <laughs> there, there was one where Barry That is not William, true, by the no, way. The first me. one isn't. But, no, but from my experience, that is not true. Most of the shows that people say were their favorites are ones once you were with us always it's rare that that is not true Priscilla I mean that's the truth on it and it's not that you're like going oh Joyce you say something nice about me Richard yeah. what do you think but Rich? you can take what, that what sign you down I'll I tell did. you my least favorite episode was your debut and they had me squirt you with a camera with ink I hated that I know. and I went to them and they said and of course you couldn't argue with the right. triumvirate there exactly of, uh, the three old Jews from the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. From, 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 Larry from Curley and Moe whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, but I hate it you know you were, remember oh, you were wearing a nurse's uh, I think you were a nurse's hat I, no, I was wearing a little blue dress oh blue dress and you got the ink on her little cute shape yeah. and it was and a then, camera that squirted ink I hated it. and that. then you said hey how about some glasses you mind some and then that's when you know John could be more likable going fun anymore and you're still no <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hated it well I oh, know you man. hated it and it was interesting because they had told me that was the most serious show they had had up to that point because I had gotten a moment, blah, 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 blah. And that's a lot of people's favorite show. When you were first that on board that, that pilot, those two things, they liked mm. it because they thought, and I guess in a way, you know how they were, we were asked today how, you know, Terry was different from the other people. But I'm, and I said, well, you know, they said she's smart, but I never thought so. But it was like, it was a very serious moment, and it did kind of set the tone, if you think about it. If you take yourself out of it, and by you looking like a piece of shit, if you just kind of go with, you can know. you say that on a podcast? Yeah, you can. You yeah. can say, uh, fuck. Uh, you can say, why, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> They're the only people that'll take me. Well, in that case, <laughs> in that case, I hated that fucking show. Yeah. 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 They love that one, and then they love the one with... Um, Barry Williams, that was before me. And when I have forgotten. John is afraid to fly and he takes a tranquilizer and then he drinks and at the party. You, uh, yeah, and that's with heavy with you. And then he dances and he turns yeah, into yeah. our version of Fred Astaire. Because you yeah. gave him tranquilizers. Yeah. And people love, I mean, she didn't ask us today about a lot of shows, yeah. but because we were talking so much. But yeah, they yeah were like John some, was so wonderful in that episode. Because that's, you know, where he becomes the Three's Company version of Fred Astaire yeah. with the top hat and the cane. And, and yeah. what I wanted to ask you, Rich, I know we've talked about it all day, but the, we're, we were in the green room saying, what was our favorite shows now on the air? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Americans, I mean, I, I'm just addicted to that. And Richard played uh, Martha, who is uh, a woman that um, Matthew Reese has decided to marry uh, in order to keep her in the spy loop. And you're the parent, which I really thought that you were too young to be. I love Mar- the actress Martha. What, what was uh, Alison Wright is she the was, actress. She's amazing. I really do think that you look too young. But anyway, Thank does you. Matthew Reese. Rice. Rice. R H Y S. Rice. Okay, anyway, Rice. It's changed back to Rice like Jimmy Rice. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's right, Jimmy Rice. Ma- does Matthew Rice remind you of John Ritter? 
It, no, but I've uh, heard that from other people. Oh, no, have he, you? No, he didn't. It's eerie to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because a comic that everybody says reminds him of like John, like a gay John. There's, a, there's an actor, I wish I knew his name, an actor on The Good Wife who I guess is... Mm. Yeah, he's the brother of of um, Margulies. Uh-huh. And, and I thought there's certain shots of him he looks exactly like John Ritter, but that's just me. Oh, I never thought of that, but now that I picture yeah. that actor, I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see what you mean, yeah. but I never thought of it. Priscilla, I don't know if you were in this one, but the one episode that I think about so much is that we talked about how we never went up uh, on a line mm-hmm. so that because the camera could be rolling and right. like you said it was done the show was done like a play but I remember one time that uh, Mr. Furley so I don't know if you were you know when we were both was, on the show or not I was with Furley Mr. so Mr. had gone had left the apartment and he had to go to LAX and all of a sudden we were all in the apartment and Mr. Furley there's a knock on the door because Mr. Furley walks in because the um, L.A. So we were hiding something that we weren't supposed to be doing from Mr. Furley. And he walks in and says, the fogged in. And they had a fog machine. But when Don Knotts <laughs> opened up the door, they had the fog machine going so badly that the whole apartment filled up like it was a smoke brigade yeah. and nobody could see anything. And so Don Knotts opens it up and it's so bloody foggy. John went off script because we were all just standing there aghast, like, where are you? And John says, well, but where are you? Like, I can't see you, Mr. Furley. And everybody, so they had to stop. <laughs> and we were just cracking up hysterically. So they had to stop. They, and they had to redo it like three times. He'd open the door and it was like fog. It was just huge smoke machines. So they couldn't get it together. Like, the, you know, I was thinking about when you were talking about the door, John going in and on the door. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, that, so. I, that really, that, that outtake did me in. And you know what, see, see, when we were also talking um, on the show, the way that I did to try to resurrect some of my memories of Three's Company, I read uh, Don Knotts' book. Uh, and when he you brought, know, I wanted to talk about the book. He has a wonderful book. book. What is it? Did it just um, come out? Is what, was that his daughter that wrote it? No. No. Oh, but I had one to talk about his okay. daughter's show. Karen's okay. one on the oh, show. Today. But Don wrote his book, and that's where I found out, too, that in his book, he talks about how he really hadn't done that kind of a format before uh-huh. and how he was so um, nervous. Well, and he said he was just very nervous to do the show about, and he talked about how they, you know, we do the two shows and they would change lines in between. And so you think about that too, like here's, uh, we think, oh, Don Knotts and such a great actor and such a pro. And he was, I, he was just like me, so I don't know how nervous well, you I guys got. Well, I think everybody but. was nervous. I, I was, did you see, um, have you seen that YouTube with uh, Robin Williams and John? I guess mm. he was at the improv. No. And, oh, yeah, so, you know, if you Google it, YouTube, no. it'll come up. Because oh. I was just trying to, I was trying to log my memory and go, what, 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 uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And he, Robin Williams, uh, um, Henry Winkler's in the audience because you see a shot in profile. Uh-huh. And he goes, do you want to come up here and play with me, sir, and do some improv? And he was talking to John. Uh-huh. John gets up on stage. And you can see, I totally oh. forgot. You remember when he was nervous? Everybody has a tail, but when he'd be nervous, like he didn't want to do something. Remember he'd always like run his fingers through his hair back and forth like that? Or uh-huh. uh, then, or he'd be like, <laughs> but you knew he was thinking, 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 mm-hmm. you know, what's funny. And they did this improv skit. You know, they it was at a French restaurant and skits. Oh, but you would see, see him. And when I say nervous, I don't mean that he was... Um, handicapped with this nerves. <laughs> you, I mean, everyone, when uh-huh. you say nervous, they think that you can't function. So yeah. I, I think everybody, uh, we're all 
I'm well, nervous. Also say, I'm nervous now. Say, and they, 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 they say, <laughs> I'm so lose, nervous. If you lose your nerves, like if you lose your nervousness or whatever, uh-huh. they said you, you shouldn't did. be doing it. You know, that I have say, to say, people ask me about stage fright and whatever, and I say, it, it Do you exi- have it? No. None. I None have whatsoever. I've seen for, it. I have it for like. <laughs> I'm with Joy. No, not I'm with you, honey. Yeah. you because yeah. unfortunately, I cannot wait to get on stage. Oh yeah, see, I'm. It's I'm, like an addiction for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm a little nervous when I sing in a I'm, musical, but not. Uh, isn't but the not, nerves? I think we're talking about the nerves just before you go on stage. Mine happens. Oh yeah. Exactly. What about that? Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. No, yeah. It's like right when you're. Mine happens exactly on once yeah. in the run of a play, and only once. Opening night, the first time I'm in the wings to make my first entrance. Well, once I hit the wings there, and I'm ready. For about 30, maybe 60 seconds, there'll be this like nervous energy that I don't really recognize. And that's it. Yeah. And it never no, happens once again. You, once you get out there, once, once your voice It'll never opens. happen another night. It, one time only. And oh. Three's Company, never once. Never. God. I am awesome. extraordinarily lucky. I do not have stage fright. I do not have anxiety before going on. I am wow. the luckiest actor yeah. on planet Earth. To me, but I am so much more comfortable... In the work than I am, I feel much more confident mm. of my work than you I do of myself as a person. Of a camera. Like, yeah. I'm trying to be a better wow. person, <laughs> yeah. but I actually know I've been a pretty good actress on occasion. Mm. So yeah. that's a natural flow. Real life is the one. Well, I find when I started that show, yeah, you feel more. Yeah, but yeah. When I started that show, those you know, Mickey, not so much Bernie, but Mickey, they, he was so micromanaging me. So I, know, I was so, so thrilled so, to be mm. on the stage. Oh, because then well, he couldn't get in. Nobody yet. can do anything then. Do you know what I mean? I didn't oh, have to honey. answer to him. Maybe at mm. notes, but I didn't have to answer him. And it's you really, didn't. You didn't tell me until years no. after the show. Do you remember that Christmas party? He, he came up to me. Remember, we always we always threw a Christmas party. For uh, cast and crew, cast and crew, yes. which Definitely nobody crew. else does. I'm when I, I'm on Jane, Jane the Virgin. When they, the very first year, they weren't even going to have anything. I go, guys, I got a planet. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll I'm, I'm, I'm a little reoccurring character in all planet. And they, you know, they end up going to a, you know, bowling alley. But I mean, you know, it wasn't. It, but when we had that, Mickey Raw was beautiful. The Beverly Wilshire, which is no longer really, but Mickey came up to me, and here we are. We you know we spent all this money, so it was rather costly, I think. Yes, it and, was. My uh, sister and I planned them. I, you know, I know yeah. exactly how much they cost. Yeah, and they had they had you know photo ops and tree. I mean, it was beautiful and little you know bling bags, everything. And he came up, you know, he'd be sauntering up with his you know cigars, and cigarette, and his yeah. wife. Uh, Irene. Irene was mm-hmm. like asleep at the next table. I mean, you know, so anyway, she was a good deal older. Tell us how you really feel, Stella. Really, he sauntered up to me and he said, this is really, you really look, you know, beautiful tonight. I, I don't know where Joel was. That was my boyfriend at the time. I guess he wasn't sitting next to me tonight, but then I don't fuck where I, where I eat. He said that to he you? He did say that to her. She told me. And I was like, I mean... Like you would it's, be interested. It's so bizarre. Was he straight? Was he sober? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. But I mean, oh so gosh. it was really, there was a, you know, you so I enjoyed being on stage. Yeah. I didn't have the same experience. But did you know, I, I digress, I, I'll stop talking. Bernie West, you know, when he passed away, they had an estate sale. A what? An estate sale. Okay. He lived in West Hollywood in yeah. this uh, condo. Uh-huh. And I went. <gasps> you did? And it was really fabulous. Nobody even knew it was me. 
I mean, because I'm on. Did all you of get you. any good stuff? No. It was oh. all, <laughs> all the walls, you know, every picture. And it just made me, I didn't stay long because I, I was thinking, oh, gee, maybe some silverware. You know, maybe I can pick up some eight by tens that like. You always like start looking for silverware. But I'm thinking, oh, yeah, maybe we can get some eight by tens, you know, on conventions nobody's ever seen before. But I, I felt sick. Once you got and in I there, just bad vibes. I have a Bernie West story. Okay. okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Notes. <laughs> Oh, Notes yeah. between shows we had, remember? Yes. We'd eat dinner, yes. and then we'd sit around in a circle of folding yeah. chairs and get mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. Yeah. So he came, it came my turn to get a note. Or whatever. And Bernie West said, um, well, you know, uh, Richard, we're going to take away that line, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and uh, being the company man, I said, I said, that's okay, Bernie. I'm not married to it. And Bernie said, yeah, well, you fucked it. Ah! <laughs> 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 Which... I thought was the funniest note I, I've ever, ever received oh anywhere. Oh, my God. I that wish I good. knew that side of him. I wish we saw more of that side well, you when know, we were like, there. With the glass I and the know. wall. Yeah, well, okay, you guys, but my ignorance, is, a, was that a, a compliment or not? Yeah, it's <laughs> was just he was being witty. witty. But he was, he was never, being witty. But you know on Three's but Company, we never had anything that witty. We never. You got it really good. No, oh, no. Like no. You, oh, like that you, says like, a lot about you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey. Well, that explains She's got her honey it. over there. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> yeah. No, meaning, meaning I screwed up the line. But, but I, screwed gave, it I gave, him the, I gave him the setup. If you screw somebody over, yeah. it's not a compliment. I gave him the setup, yeah. and, and the setup was, yeah. it's okay, I'm not married I to thought, it. well, if That's you're right. married and No, you're I know. Really I love, I've just never known him. Bernie, I've just thing. never <laughs> known him. No, but Richie, I get it. I've just never known him to be that funny. It's a good thing. Me and the sister. Yeah, I have two complete conversations. Okay, Jenny Lee and I are going to be good. Just sit here for a minute. No, You children go in and chat. Jenny, I'll just be here. Okay, it's. I'm gonna get maybe. Well, I you know if I'm going too get far, let go me on. know, Jenny Lee. Okay, I, it's too far. I'm so. No, go as far <laughs> no, as you no, want, baby. No. Now this is I'm our really, moment. No, I'm really. I know everything has to be ha ha laugh laugh, but no, no. I no, remember no, no. it's so nice to see you and Joyce go back. And forth. It is. It's nice to see you. You know, well, you feel safe. I mean, it is. I mean, it's, oh, it's nice. Thank God. And how it? I don't know how it particularly happened, but I know that. There was a convention that Joyce and I had done, not this last one, the two years ago, but Wizard yeah, something or something. It was downtown. Remember, Lindsay Wagner was there. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but um, and we didn't know you were there, and someone said that you were there, and uh, and you weren't with Joyce and myself. You were like, do you remember what I'm talking about? Like two rows over toward the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went. We're like, oh my god, right. you know. So and we don't know how that happened because we don't. You know, what if somebody had said, oh, do you, do you not want to be next? Because people people put things on people that aren't true. It's But you take but it, I you came, get your feelings hurt. Oh, you came to us. I you came, came and yeah, found I us. Yeah, I came over. I was thrilled to see you guys. Well, I in my mind, it was us. But okay, it was you. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Do I remember, remember, remember I came you over? You did. No, well, I was thrilled I do to see you guys. Remember. Because I know that you guys, you guys do those together a lot. And no, and we have agents for all that. So my <laughs> agent booked me over there, and and I found out you guys were going to be there. And I said, "Oh, am I going to be near them?" And they said, "No, you were on the far side or something." So I came over. I was thrilled. That's the first time I'd seen you guys in so long. That's it. And what again brought me to tears? I, maybe I cried too much. No, these days, but it her did grabbing cry. me, Joyce, yes. grabbing me, and that's saying, exactly it. I will cry again because I'm uh, just tired uh, of the whole no, day. No, 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 no. But she grabbed me. I am going to cry. No, I'm well, tired. I think crying's but okay. She, um, but she uh, uh, grabbed me and said, oh, baby doll, 
And she goes, oh, you, you're, she goes, but you're gross. It's and she, of course, you look the exact same. <laughs> Talk about, look at genetics. It's I mean, weird. She's, I it's, know. It's, it's unfair. She's Italian. It's unfair. This is my favorite story about um, how young Jenny sure. Lee was when but, she came on the show. But she, you uh, hugged each, when you hugged, because... Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I'm sure we had hugged, but you'd hug Joyce, Joyce first. And I'm I hugged her really kick, good. I'm always, Is that what you're always kicking no, here? No, no, I'm always kicking the curb. No, did actually, did I do have a sincere moment here. Okay. <laughs> when you got, when you cried, I, cried I remember too. thinking, you know, the body holds those memories for so many years, and I was so. Not angry at those people at Three's Company because with it, but we don't need to go into. It, but it was like. When I saw that and I thought, God, I wish, you know, and we both talked about that, Joyce mm-hmm. and I, I wish it happened wish. sooner because oh. I, we all have pain from our parents. Yes. You know, you, you, oh, I'm past that. I don't want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it stays yeah. and you had a release and it was, oh, it was really oh. wonderful. And that's why it was so great to see you a few years okay, later. So now and now I go to her house all the time to get free now eggs. Now you're going to make me cry again. But, but I mean, but yeah, well, isn't no, it's important. It's an age that yeah we were it's for, that's the good thing about me, getting old for me too when i was doing three's company or some it's really kind of sad in hollywood too is that the majority of fame happens in hollywood when you're really really young because mm. by the time you're 30 a woman in hollywood you know you kind of get over the hill so when you Except get, for Jeffrey I, Tambor. Get, I get <laughs> i got really famous talk about that like overnight when i was like so overnight i was treated differently and I had a problem with that. So actually, which a lot of people don't know, I had a, a, I got really angry. And I got really angry that overnight I was treated different, that I went to Paramount Studios one day trying to, to park outside and get a line read someplace. And the next day, they recognized me and waved me onto the lot. And I thought, you know, and I had all these issues that yeah, you're telling me I, I went to school and I went to college and I became a good girl and I'm doing all this and all. And just because I got on a TV show overnight, you're going to now be really nice to me. So I was like a hermit for like 10 years. And there was a part of me that was angry uh-huh. about fame. Uh-huh. So fame angered me that I thought you're, oh, this is a. This is kind of a horrible, weird story. Is this a good time to tell stories like sure, that on yeah, a podcast? It is. This is the whole point. John, John Ritter came into the studio one day, and he was really happy and excited because he goes, look it, they had taken a statistical analysis at like all, a bunch of junior high schools and said, list the 20 most prominent people in your life. And John Ritter came in and said, look it, this was like a thing in the LA Times or something or New York Times or whatever. On that list, there was no... Not one Nobel Peace Prize winner. There was no, uh, you know, no uh, 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 doctor laureate thing or whatever. There was just athletes and celebrities. And John was on that list. Mm -hmm. And though John was a lovely, wonderful person, I thought, oh, my gosh, just because you're on TV, that where's... uh, the people that are doing, you know, Gandhi and stuff like that. So I'm saying I had a hard time thinking as entertainers that that or as an entertainer that I had something really good to offer. I did I thought I don't want to go to my grave and have written down on it, oh she you know, she was an actor or something. And I had a problem with it. Till I got to be about thirty years old and then this is really weird, then I did an infomercial. That to tell how weird is that, but I did and in the infomercial world I became like 
a Meryl Streep of infomercials. But I got to, <laughs> because I got to write them, produce them. Did you, I were, so you, were you the producer on the Soba Cowapillow? I worked with the producers on that huge hit. Because my mother, I, mean, I wasn't they, working, and she said, now why don't you do something for Soba Cowa Pillows? <laughs> Jenny Lee's doing Soba Cowa Pillows. Doesn't that sound like a parent? But, why aren't you? Yeah. But, yeah, but I go, well, weird. Jenny Lee's kind of got the pillow but, thing But, but I mean. what was weird is I just got, I got respected yes, on you. camera, off camera, yeah. writing and everything else. So that was my weird take. I and pitched. then... Yeah, so. I pitched an idea for an infomercial. It was uh, floral suppositories. Uh -huh. <laughs> so yeah. that when you farted, it would be like lavender. That or, would work. Or I would do that. I'll do that one. And you know, <laughs> I, I'll went, do that. It I'm went there. nowhere. We can do it together and we get points. I gave up. I just threw it <laughs> you, you have the wrong host. You have to do it like at a threesome or foursome. Yeah. So well, I was actually <laughs> once asked to do an infomercial with Lyle Wagner about <laughs> erectile, you know, like a, make your penis, thing? yeah, make your penis hard. We know, I think we all know what erectile is. We don't right? know who's listening. Maybe oh, they okay, do. Okay, okay. So, the, uh, the young, who's the, the woman young, on, who was the woman on Silver Spoons and Buck this. Rogers? What's her oh, name? Erin yeah, Gray. Yeah, Erin Gray. Yeah, yeah. So Erin Gray did it. And I remember I was in the same exercise uh, class as her. And of course, you know, I was really, you know, you're up, have your ups and your downs. I had not a pot to piss in. I had a broken down sob that, you know, if anybody's had a sob, you don't, they don't, they don't tell you when they're going to break out, break down. There's no light, you know, <laughs> you're go, just stranded, you know, and I was stranded. And there was Erin getting into her Land Rover. And I said, wow, I said, you know, I saw you on that commercial. I lied, I didn't. I was just trying to get some info. Yeah. And uh, she <laughs> said, oh, yeah. She goes, I made a fortune on that because in those days, I guess you, she was able to. You got points. You got points. And I thought, wow. Honey, and, and why do you think it, I have all those chickens in my backyard? Well, I had thought. <laughs> it's all because of those Sobacala yeah. pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it, it brought me. Are you giving? Are you giving your chicken so much? Yeah, yeah. No, but I always isn't it interesting today that like you'll have a Kim Kardashian that is uber 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 famous, oh. and really she can't do. I mean, she'll she's the first to admit she's a great businesswoman, but she really doesn't even know what her talent, what we would consider talent, is, and it's like I, the reason that I remember thinking I shouldn't do it because there was. In those days, it was you couldn't even do an actual commercial yeah, right. that put you in a yeah, different right. thing. But I mean, but uh, a you know, an, an infomercial would like you know taint you somehow. So somebody my would see you and think, pissed. oh, there's that erectile she thing. Was my agent I don't think it ever hurt anybody. My about said the infomercials? Yeah, said you wreck your career. How I always thought of my career. Now this is me still today. Is whenever, whenever a camera was in front of me, I thought I'm working. So I don't, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a commercial, an infomercial, a, 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 you know, a sitcom. This, if the camera a is on front, in front way? of me, oh, I'm working. There's like a security camera on me. <laughs> 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 I get that you no, know, I don't. I work is work. Work breeds work. Work, is, work breeds work. Help. Yeah, but do you ever get typecast, though? I mean, didn't you get... I mean, you, well, when you did three, three those fart, did you those floral fart things. Of course things. I did. But, but now you've me. done so many things in uh, New York, and right? So you don't it have... It didn't I mean, stop me, especially in theater. Uh, no, you do I'm sure it stopped me in, in, in a television, episodic, whatever. But then I, I can't, I have no regrets. I mean, you know, I'm still working. A actors my age, you know, actors don't retire. They just forget their lines. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> can, can you do... Dave, <laughs> we'll, we'll put it in, in, put it in post. Is this true? Wait, are you guys? Did you hear this? Is this true? 
You might even know because weren't you even a date went out with Jack Nicholson? Didn't you? Have I never dated Jack Nicholson, but he had something about he had something about you. Well, I, I was in a movie with him, and he was my he was my boyfriend. I but was playing, he also like, you know, yeah, he, I also heard about okay, but you heard about <laughs> that that it, he really really liked you. Well, that's no, what Jack I Nicholson likes any woman that's attractive. <laughs> I mean, I would get into the elevator. I was playing a stripper, his stripper, <laughs> but you know. And I need to say, oh, you're wearing, wearing the enemy. You go, I'm wearing the enemy, you know? And he says, you know, pantyhose. I mean, uh. these, <laughs> there's some people that are huge actors, and yeah. they don't, they talk in code like that. Like, oh. Sean Penn was directing it, and, I, and he is, you know, an actor, so I'd be like, you know, and he was the one that, he actually hired me from seeing other, that movie I did with Shadow Stevens, actually, we talked about today. I mean, just a body of my wow. work. And so he would, you know, I guess he was doing taps, and they'd watch this movie, Tracks, that I was in, and they would recite all the dialogue. So, I mean, he was, he liked my work. So, when I said, awesome. um, and I'd ask him something about character, and he just got, just shut down. I could see him just, and i go, um... Uh, what do you think? And he goes, I think that uh, I lost you about 40 lines ago when you said have some desk. <laughs> I mean, you know, this was it. I mean, but it was I a, it was a male he... set and it was, I mean, our first AD was Kubrick's first AD and decided to, I mean, it was, it was a tough set. But I heard that he stopped working 10 years ago because he Nicholson? was forgetting that he was, he hasn't worked in 10 years. Really? That he has, he was, couldn't remember his lines. Oh, really? So he said, I'm done. I never, I never just saw that. Now it's come out, and there's a latest interview, too, and he talked about that, but he... Oh, really? There, so he did he, talk about it? Yeah. He, it wasn't on this movie, movie. And he has committed to some famous movie or script that was no, before. No, he's, so a, he's a very... Huh. I mean, he's... I didn't want to fuck him, but, I mean, he <laughs> is a... You did or you didn't? I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't want to. I, you know, had my sights on... <laughs> Someone, Someone else, else. but uh, yeah, but she, I'm not gonna tell that story. Yeah, don't oh. tell that story. Can't uh, we can't tell anything. Oh. So, uh, uh, but he oh. he's a wonderful actor. Uh, I studied with a guy, Eric Morris, and he went to school. I mean, they studied under Martin Landau with you know oh. Eric Morris, and so he wrote all the forward to Eric Morris's books. And talk about nerves. I mean, the first day I had to have the emotional breakdown scene. It was the first day of the oh my God, shoot, honey. you know? Yeah. And so I was having difficulty. So I decided the exercise was called Ves Vesuvius. And you, you know, you roll around on the floor and do an, an abandonment and wail, you know, you know to try to break down those barriers. And of course, when I went into another room and I started to wail, the entire set in the other room was, was very quiet. I mean, you know, what's going on? And to Nicholson's credit, he started to wail with me Aww. because he knew the exercise. So uh -huh. he really is for all the that antics that you hear about him. Yeah, because that was his period. Remember, remember he was he took a, a golf club and trashed somebody's windshield. But you know, I mean, oh. those are the boys. I mean, they have a different. They they live by different. It's, Richard. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's, it's Yeah, tell hard. us all about it. I mean, I, that's a one of the reasons I was thrilled to get Three's Company, because I didn't have to take my clothes off. I was doing Sean television. Really you don't like Sean Penn? <laughs> no, I love Sean Penn. I love Sean Penn. I think he's amazing. I mean, I think he's an incredible human being, and I'm crazy about him. I mean, he can, I just think he's, people don't really know who he is, so that's why he gets bad rap but I remember that's why I wanted to do three I was relieved I know Michelle Pfeiffer she read for she got Scarface that same yeah. period because it was always me and Michelle me yeah. and Michelle and 
I got this. I thought, God, I get to keep my clothes on. You don't, you know, don't you remember? I mean, yeah. they always wanted you to take your clothes off all always. the time. I mean, if you see Sissy Spacek in Slaughterhouse Five, I mean, everybody's naked. I mean, in the seventies, everybody had their clothes. I'm all over the internet. I have okay. I have a weird kind of sad story too, though. But I was in a movie called Tank, that which was awesome, a cute little oh. Disney type film. But um. But uh, James Gardner. So James Gardner. But anyway, there was a scene, and I had in my contract, because also when you're 19, 20 years old, you, you're so scared of somebody seeing your breast. Whereas when you get older, it's like, hey, you want to see my breast? I'll show you right now. <laughs> I was, the, I was the opposite. But, but when I, oh, when you were young, you <laughs> could strip. So <laughs> anyway, but, but I said, okay, no nudity, and I was so scared and stuff. There was one scene, and I had to be out in a lake in like the swamp and it really was we were shooting like in the south someplace and when i got in the water the make the wardrobe gal took me out there because i couldn't have a top on because the water was above my and i had panties on uh-huh. and in front of us the whole set the director goes on the blowhorn okay now rise out of the shot and i'm like rise out of the shot and i'm there and a little girl and you know and i'm in the water and my Aww. and i'm like going in in front of everybody and there's like 50 guys on the set and i'm going no i don't want to you mean and i said well i'll rise out the back so i kind of show my back he goes no turn around and i'm like going Aww, like and can you imagine well, if you yeah. hadn't james agreed to garner, do that before james that's garner wrong. came on and then talked to the yeah, I bet he did. and i was yeah. and i was again just like in tears going really you're going to do that to cuz they did they wanted all of us naked and the only ones, you know, Richard got naked, I think, when he was 16 or something in a show, right? Were you show, naked right? in something? <laughs> in a film? Did you do your hair? Oh, I, was I was on the stage at the Lincoln Center Repertory Company. Oh, that's different. And? Yeah, it was a very autistic play. And, and you were naked? Were you naked? Harold Road to the Deep North, which says everything. <laughs> <laughs> what? It said narrow Road to the Deep North. I'm sorry, my, ear, my, my headset cut out and I couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, narrow, it was at the end of the wait. play and I had to come up to a trap door. I told this story on Johnny Carson. Well, and it really were you naked? Completely up, naked? I had to take off the loincloth and bring it out on stage and then the lights went there. Wait, Did wait, wait. So for a guy, oh, I am going to ask this. Okay. Do you guys ever, if you're going to be naked, do you ever worry that your pee-pee might be sticking up or going down or do you want it to stick up no, or go sideways? You know what? Right? Let me just tell you this. Okay. Story. Yes. <laughs> that they had, the, the loincloth was, the loin was wet. Because I, I was the man from the river, that was my part. And I just okay. came up and I oh. rang it, and the running foot was left, and there was quite a bit of air conditioning. So your pee <laughs> was really shriveled up. It was the opposite of standing. So you were, oh. Laro teeny tiny peanut. What did you do to me? Laro teeny tiny peanut. Oh. Well, well, I, I, Richard, I, hear, I can't Richard. imagine that you would oh. ever. No, that's why I would like that. you to spell this stuff because you always hear about those stories of what, what's up, Kim Basinger and Nine and a Half Weeks. How people always oh. have real sex, and I'm going. Really no, I hate times, when people make up stuff. Yeah, like that. that's why I really initially it's wanted to do the podcast. Yeah, because when I'm in a when you're in a bed or anything, you just meet some hi, how are you, and you're stuck. You know, and nobody's going. You know, usually a guy will be like. I'm sorry, because they're they're embarrassed that nothing's oh, you know, actors happened. Actors who do those huge love scenes in films, well, when they don't they'll really always have tell sex. you it's, it's the most true. stressful shooting yeah. that you can do. And they seem it, to always plan it like on the first day when you oh, just meet somebody. It's so right? complicated. It's so them. not natural. Mm-hmm. And yet you're having to try and make it look natural. Yeah. yeah, when I hear people say stuff like, my boyfriend is upset because I have this kissing scene. Oh, with yeah. the, I'm like, well, get a new boyfriend. That's ridiculous. It's called acting. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I never understand that kind of silliness mm-hmm. notwithstanding you can get a crush on your co-star it happens 
But you wouldn't have You're sex with a camera on you. In front of the crew? I have to I mean, ask Richard, right? I just forgot. How did you, were you in the Army or the Air Force when you were in Vietnam? You were in a, you were in a Army. Marine. The Army. You are the Army. And you were hit by lightning? Yes. How um, do you know all this? Well, you know, I, I do research. <laughs> I, I, I do a little bit of research. And what happened to you? You lived. Well, can't you tell? <laughs> I was going to say, I wish I'd known that sooner. It explains a lot. How much did you get burned? I'll tell you what it explains. <laughs> I can rub, Cheap joke. I, I can rub my hands together and open people's garage doors. That's... Have you noticed, yeah, well honestly, done. seriously, have you noticed anything that's at all different? No. I mean, like, no, you know, you know when it's going to rain or, you know, people <laughs> get... People from the war, when they got the things in their head, they go, no, it's going to rain. Now, listen, I broke my it's knee. just in a movie. No, I broke my knee, and I know it's going to rain, because my knee starts getting a little funny. Yeah, so uh, that's an arthritis reaction to, your, to barometric your, uh, pressure shift. That's true. So you don't have anything at all? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. About the PPR, the lightning. No. The lightning. The lightning. No. No. No, no residual effects. How long were you out? Two weeks. Oh, so you were, were you in a coma? No, no, oh. out. I, I thought you out of. I was out of my job. <laughs> I was a lieutenant in, in Vietnam, and 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 I, they put me in a Rehamron Bay because they had cut out uh, the wounds from where the lightning exited my feet. So my my <laughs> feet sorry, were funny. bandaged, so I couldn't be in active duty. So I was out two weeks, but and, I wasn't in a coma. No. And then you went back to. You I feel like maybe I'm in a coma right now, but. They, <laughs> Did you go back to service after you the two yeah. weeks? I'm going to pee in my pants right yeah. now, I think. So but usually you don't you go into exactly? a coma on a flea. Where you in, in Vietnam? Were you in Hang Pang or not Hang Pang, but Hang. Hanoi? I mean, Hang Hanoi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm You're back no. to the penis thing again, right? Priscilla, yeah, if okay. I was in Hanoi, I'd be a fucking prisoner of war, okay? Because that's <laughs> North Vietnam. I was, I was north of Saigon, which is now Hanoi City. Okay. Oh, Ho Chi Minh City, sorry, Ho Chi Minh City. So you, did you actually do what they said they, you know, so would you just eat a lot of Chinese food and fuck whores? <laughs> what is wrong with you? First of all, they're not Chinese. They're Vietnamese. That's what I meant. I was doing that when you said you're only in the South, so if you're not captured, you didn't do anything. So I'm thinking, you, I know you no, had to do more. I was assigned to a unit. I was assigned the 101st Airborne Division. Wow. Yeah, but I, I wasn't in combat. I was not. You were never in combat. No, because for every soldier in the field, there were 13 in support. And that could be oh. what I was, which was special services, or they could be running the motor pool, or they could be cooks. Right. They could be maintenance people, whatever. But So you were running the mo motor pool? M motor pool? No, I was oh. running uh, uh, what they call recreation, welfare, and morale, making the troops happy. And that did not include whores. Okay. And, and so how long did you serve? They one like year. They one year? How did you get out after a year? I was discharged honorably. Because of your feet that were wrapped? No, no. It's just my time was up. It was one year. That was my time. So you, I, thought, I thought it had to be at least two years. No, I was in the Army for three years, but I was in Vietnam for one year. Oh. Did, well, did you um, enlist or did you get called? I got drafted. You didn't know. What, 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 what was your number? I didn't have a number. It was before the lottery. Oh, it was before the lottery. So were you like frightened to death to go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that you bring it up? Yeah. Yeah. It was, but what, what happened was I was with the uh, American Shakespeare Festival, my oh. first equity job. I was two weeks into rehearsal and my draft notice, they would not let me complete the season. Oh my gosh. Even I, I had like one of the top lawyers in New York. He was Albert Anastasia's lawyer. Albert Anastasia was a big mafia 
uh, capo. Yeah. This was his lawyer. Tried to get me out. He couldn't get me out. So I went in, basic, and then I went to OCS, which is Officer Candidate School. Oh. And then I went to Fort Ord, California, Carmel. I lived with a girlfriend up off campus, smoked a lot of dope, cranked up like you wouldn't believe. Uh -huh. And then I went back to, hi, Marina. And then I went back to, um, and I, went, I got my orders for Vietnam. I was in a year in Vietnam. That's Richard, it. I had no that's idea, it. so I thank didn't. you for your service. Thank you. I mean, no, but that's geez. really a big deal because I remember that's that was at my older brother. They were, t and my dad was a, you know, he, he was a major, professional, you know, for yeah. 40 years. I mean, and he was oh. like, if he gets called, Canada. I, they I didn't had, want him to, I mean, you know. I had what they called, I, oh. I don't say suffered, but I had what they called a sense of double guilt. Because I was in the theater, and all my friends were extremely liberal and anti-war, and I was anti-war. <coughs> by going into the army, I felt guilty. A, B, by not being serving in combat, I felt guilty. Yeah. So right. go figure. And then did they treat you differently after you came back? I oh mean, yeah. Did, did you? F oh, I didn't tell imagine? anybody. I didn't tell anybody that I was in there. Because then all the li oh, they'd, they'd, they'd be like, oh, how, how come you served? Blah blah blah. blah. Absolutely, I didn't tell. I didn't tell a soul until they freed the uh, hostages in, in, in Iran. Oh. And and and. Vietnam vets became, you know, revered. Mm -hmm. That spilled the, the beans. Out of all the movies, mm -hmm. you don't just have to name one, but yeah. like all the ones that have been done about Apocalypse Vietnam. Now. Oh. Because it's, it's slam dunk. Real. Just the, just just everything it was, about it was. Really? I thought it was yeah, I no, it was it's, it wasn't true. It's not a documentary, you know. Yeah. But it but was I mean, the feeling of the heart because it's based on Heart of Darkness. Mm -hmm. Did you actually see Heart of Darkness? The, doc the documentary on No, I read Apocalypse? the book. God, it was, I just saw the movie, wasn't it? Fabulous? Joseph Conrad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, you know, it was like. How about How about Hamburger Hill? I don't think I saw. You any. never saw Hamburger Hill. No, uh, another one was Greatest Platoon. Platoon and and Killing Fields. I was just curious. No, Killing Fields is about Cambodia. Oh well, they're about, close. Yeah. I they mean, are. you didn't go there, but they're neighbors. They're on the same side <laughs> of the planet. <laughs> okay, uh, Joyce, yeah. Miss Joyce has not talked at all. What would you like to say? Yeah, did I talk earlier? Yeah. Somebody was mentioned to me that thing that you're doing now, something for the homeless. They go, oh, she's doing a whole, and I was thinking, what is she doing for uh, the homeless? Yeah, yeah no, that, it's, that's too, that's it's, way too far. Off. It's like it's, a downer? It take too long. Oh, okay. No, just take too long. It's, it's very formative. You were doing the, the voice for it. Yeah, really, that's yeah. true, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All sorry, right. sorry. Yeah. Right. No, I was just, in, um, number one, enjoying the things that you guys were saying, and I was starting to say earlier how... When Jenny Lee came on the show, and as you, Richard, and I know, because you weren't there yet, um, she came on as an actress who, like, just fit in and was a part of the team. And earlier today when we were talking, she was talking about being self-conscious because she was so new and we'd been together so long. Mm -hmm. And we never knew it, man. She just, like, came in and was a part of the team the first week with, the, really, just spot on. But <laughs> her youth was showing backstage one day. Um, if you all remember, were my nipples sticking out again? No, or just your youth. Um, there was a TV uh. show running at the time called Shanana, and covers of all the golden oldie hits, and that was this TV show that was on. And JL and I were backstage one time, and she's singing away this song that was a hit when I was in high school. And I looked at her and I go, Jenny Lee, you're too young to know that song. And she goes, Huh? Uh, Shanana. And I go, 
those are not their songs. They are covering songs from my youth. She was so young, she had no idea that it was the second time around for those songs. And they go, oh my God, child, you better stick with me. I still love the story that she didn't know what 20th Century Fox was. But you carried yourself with such aplomb and elegance. When I look back on what you did, I, you know, it was we all just was like, oh, this is so hard on her and I'd be thinking God it's really uncomfortable everybody felt so uncomfortable but you know you it was you and you handled it really with aplomb and with elegance and you were smart you had a plan I again she now owns a lot of real estate and I and I will (laughs) say again I did have a really neat conversation with Elliot Gould one of the best actors and stuff and I talked to Elliot Gould a couple years back and I told him you know what I looked at show business as it's just a business. Yeah, I never It's did. not what I'm doing. And, you know, I was going Occidental and USC and I wanted to go into medicine and I was went to real estate school when I was 17. And I thought, it's just a business. And that's me. Many people that in the theater world or whatever, theater's their life and it's all about the art and all this. For me, it's always been about, it's a business. It's not my life. And people say, people say to me, oh, isn't it fun? Today, doing what we've been doing this morning. Oh, isn't it going to be fun? No, it's kind of going to enjoy it. I ended up having fun, but no, I was very stressed gonna, about it. Maybe but for, for sure. I was last stressed. Two days, I was super, and I thought, what the fuck am but, I so stressed about? This is just you know what? And, and I was with people like Arabah. And I got, and I, I know, and I got stressed. I started getting stressed a week ago, thinking because I got it because I had to put my mind back in that arena yeah and they had to ask us about all the questions not about like like now that we're together as we're you know more senior when we get together now it's a love fest well, and it, back it, then it's it, was, it was just it was just work and pressure and looking all that and mickey ross was ma- micromanaging me too and he'd take me in his private office and tell me exactly how to deliver every single That's line he and did everything to me else. Oh, but man. for he me, so me I just looked, it was a business. Did you know that, Richard? As I that was so in between, cool. I'd be going, oh, Shame you know that? I know you that. didn't know that he that. was doing any of No, that. she told me years after, after the show. Oh, he would totally fun no for me. idea. I would have Fun for me down. is hanging out with my dogs. I have a bunch of dogs that sleep in the bed with hopefully somebody else. And um, so I have dogs and I have, and I have, you know, fun for me is riding a horse. Fun for me is not. I'm different. Not getting on a stage it that is would, fun that's, for me I wouldn't say fun, fun yeah. but what I would do is if I got the job because I'm competitive and you get I do get such a high fun for me is if I went out there and nailed it that high that you get is a tremendous high that it's like I banged it out of the park or I did well so it's a I feel really good about doing that but fun for me is still being I, with my dogs and riding a horse. I just have to ask you this one so, question. If you don't want to go into it, it's fine. That's all right. And here I am in front of a mic, so it really isn't fair, but I can't I'm help it. You're so sane. You do. <laughs> you sound so sane. Uh-huh. And I heard this, so maybe it's not true. Did you ever have like a date with Robert Blake? Maybe two dates? Maybe three? You. He's too old for you. She, we've never discussed this. You, okay. you, don't, you don't have to discuss it now if you don't want to. No, I'm not being, and she... Uh, told somebody and I I was, told somebody get, no get this no you were fine no no get this no 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 L- listen this okay, is all ahead, okay this is all learn. okay it's a really scary story Honey, so I was for whatever reason my brain that's why I don't remember everything I can't remember lots of these shows and I yeah. just block out stuff so for whatever reason I had a 
few dates with Robert Blake. Oh, a few dates. A few okay. dates. He's old and enough to be your father. Forget the age. Okay, that's all right. But do you remember him, though? What was what was the great movie he and Robert Redford? Uh, Tell Cold them. Blood. Tell them. And Robert Redford? Uh, Tell the Willie Boys here? Yes. What? Yeah, what? Tell the Willie Boys oh, He was here. like an Indian. Oh, it's oh. fabulous. He was like a mm. guy or something that was running away and anything yeah. Robert Redford. Is yeah, you're too young to but, know that movie, um, too. But in all honesty, <laughs> which I'm not going to talk about on air, but in all honesty... Yeah, I was I was just thinking, he I did. heard you did, and I was thinking, okay, because I didn't know you. I'm like, wow, you know. Out of that but then as I, I know like, you, I'm like, when we have, so when especially in that, Chicago, I was like, so when he I don't had put that, that together, right? Yeah. So when he, that happened with him, and you're he was like, you're like, of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, I'm just sitting the other. Wow, honey. Yeah, because you're so smart. Wow. Would you tell us the story about John Ritter after his passing and the penny? And pennies. Oh, I love hmm. this story. Can you tell this Does story? It depends on you know your audience and who, what their I don't know spiritual who, beliefs they're, are. They're in the clouds. Well, I is. have a group. I would love. I'm very spiritual. Have you heard this story? No, no, no. Yes. Let me just everybody Rich, has. Yeah, go, no, go. No, I don't, go. there isn't really a specific story. Oh. I, I just everybody. If you feel has, uncomfortable, you don't have to tell. No, it. just oh. everybody has different spiritual beliefs, whether that's a traditional religion or no, metaphysics or whatever. Hopefully, but someone uh, information was given to me, not necessarily from someone wearing a physical body, mm-hmm. that said that John would had some things he wanted to say to me and they shared what they thought he wanted to say and that he would leave pennies to say hello. And at extremely improbable moments where there couldn't possibly be change on the ground or in a drawer that I've opened 50 times in the last month, whatever, there will be a shiny penny at just a critical moment of my thinking, you know, or... or a moment of extreme vulnerability where I'm trying to reason something in myself and make um, uh, an appropriate conscious. And I'll be driving in the car and I'm ruminating on that confusion. Yeah. And I park and open the door and put my foot out onto the ground to get out. And I look down next to my foot is this shiny penny. And does that, does he still send you pennies? Yes. Does it matter if he did or tails? one actually. No, it doesn't okay. matter. He just, just sent one yesterday. And yesterday. it was like, and I hadn't even, I had uh, been in the place I yesterday? was in. Just yesterday. In Santa Fe? Yeah. And where was the yeah, penny? In the airport. Like, in the airport. In the airport. And I had been sitting where I was sitting for some time, and it was there, and I was here. And at some it point, I became aware, yesterday. and I went, oh, There he is. Thank you. It's like there he was he saying hello to me. Oh, all that's, well, everybody like can, everybody should believe mm. in that story. It would be a, mu- yeah. it would be a much more beautiful world yeah. all the time for everybody you saw the world. that play that he did right the one uh, a I New never York saw dinner oh party. so good dinner at, yeah. dinner at 8 is that correct title Richard uh, it's a four, two couples and it is about dinner, dinner at 8, eight. Uh, with Henry that's Winkler a, that's a different worked, title isn't it dinner party is that Neil it Simon? have you worked for Neil Simon for Neil Simon yeah, but you, no, but I've done six Neil Simon plays. You and you directed, directed the one at the White Fire. What was it with with Bernie, Bernie Corpel? Rumors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. And I heard that that was amazing. And Neil came to it the and, night. The mm-hmm. night it, it had been running. It ran for like I, I think around eleven months mm-hmm. at the White Fire Theater and on. Uh, yeah, it's a great Ventura. theater. It's the most popular and, theater in the valley. And one of the last uh, one of the last weeks of the performance, uh, we found out that Neil was coming so I had a brush up rehearsal whatever but Neil came with uh, Wayne Rogers 
Dick Van Dyke wow. and uh, Klugman, Jack Klugman. Oh, wow. Oh and I remember I could see from backstage, I just sort of could see Ooh. the row they were in. It was the Mount Rushmore of comedy. Yeah. Now, you weren't in the play. You directed, no, directed it. Directed. Okay. Yeah. Uh. And then he took photos with us afterwards. And and, um, and I subsequently worked at the Geffen with, with Wayne Rogers. Oh, I love and that. I reminded him yes, that I did. had directed Rumors. And he said, well, you know, I invested on in Rumors on Broadway. And he said, this production was better. Yeah, yeah. With well Bernie, done. Bernie well Coppell. Yeah, who else was in it? I know because uh, I worked with him. I love. I mean, don't you? Don't you love Bernie Coppell? I mean, he's yeah, great. I'm trying to think. Yeah, who lovely else? guy. Do you know my story about Neil Simon and rumors? I was hired for it. Oh, I think you told me that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I was hired for it. I told you that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I auditioned for him at the Mark Taper. And he couldn't under, because he looked at my resume and said, how do you, and it was that the, the role that I played was Ken Howard's wife that opens in the second act. So just one, one you know, not heavy in the second act, the but that big, wife. long, yeah, 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 senator's wife. So I, and he kept looking at my resume going, how do you know how to do this? Because it doesn't join your resume that I would, you know, know how to do it. So anyway, long story short, so he hires me, um, but he goes, uh, we have to send you back to meet with um, Gene uh, Sachs. Thank you, Gene Sachs, and he's a really nice producer, Manny Manny Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah. And so he goes, it's just a you know formality, blah blah blah. So I go back there and uh, I I read for you know Gene Sachs and, and Manny Eisenberg, and this it was like in chorus line. The theater was dark. Mm. I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. see anybody or anything, you know. So I did it the way, obviously, you do it the way that you read for Neil, right? I mean, Neil liked it. I mean, shit, you know? Okay. And so I did it again. And then I kept getting all these direction from the back of the theater. Try it all the opposite of what I had done. And here I am thinking about all the energy of the floorboards, you know, the whole actor thing. And I'm thinking, God, well, I guess he wants to send me my paces, you know, to see if I can take direction and blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, I, you know, he stops after about giving me eight different, you know, ways to do it. And it's really quiet. And then I come, he come, I hear this footsteps. And then he finally, and it's Gene. Sacks. Sacks. So I finally see somebody, not a, a disembodied voice. And he sits right in the front row, right in front of me and crosses his legs. And he says, you've done Three's Company. And I said, yes. And, you know, you were married to, uh, you know, you know, B. Arthur. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know retarded. Um, and so, he, and then, I, you know, you wait, you know, and then he goes, uh, uh, I'm going to send you back to the Ukraine. You can just spend the night, you know, in the hotel. I said, yeah, okay. So Manny called me and said, you know, don't worry. Everything's okay. We just still have to talk about it. <clears throat> and um, I didn't get the job. And my boyfriend at the time was really good friends with Marsha Mason. And she has, was the one that told him that there yeah. the three Jews con- connected at the hip and that Gene, that Neil had hired me without talking without to them first. Without okay. Uh, Isn't that shitty? Yes. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have told this because it's my story and I no, really want to focus you know, on that, you. No, but it's unfortunate when egos get in the way of doing well, the best that can be done for the show. show business is still full of No, but it's just like right. everybody has. No, but then he did Jake's Women and uh, brought me in for that. But be, after I read, he asked me out for dinner. Well, and did you get that job? No, because I said I don't feel really, you know, comfortable. You didn't want to, so you didn't go out, out to dinner. dinner, right? 
So I went out to dinner. Oh, you did. But, you know, he, have you ever seen men with hairs on their knuckles? Knuckles. Fingers, the joints, and everything. Yeah. So when they, and it was fascinating because here I am sitting having dinner with the most prolific playwright at, at that time. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, wow, this is fabulous. You know, he doesn't really talk about that. He talks a lot about, you know, himself and his wives. And so there was the hair thing, and I was like, wow, you know, how's that work? You know, I mean, that would be, <laughs> be hard. I mean, it would be. I mean, I know. But the <laughs> listeners out there, if you're thinking, you know, if you want to get laid, you Bridget, gotta, let me see your no, no, they wax, they wax their back, yes. but you gotta wax, you gotta wax, you gotta wax your knuckles. No, forget your back and your buttocks. It's the knuckles because that's what we see first. So no, you know, it, I didn't, I didn't get that job, and you know, I didn't go back with Neil. But I mean, anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. Would you tell us about Liberace? Mr. Liberace, so right, you, Richard, that, come on. You know, I know it's a quickie. Did you have a thing with Liberace? No, he's doing the Broadway show. <laughs> oh. And actually, didn't we see part of it? Didn't you do a little tiny run because we saw it? Or did I dream no, it? No, no, I think you dreamed that. <laughs> you were never... You're talking about... It's, it's, I thought I was... Because I saw you. It's little, a musical. But, you're, yeah, but didn't you do a couple of words or a couple of songs or something from oh. sometime off-Broadway mm-hmm. somewhere? Joyce, didn't we see it together? No, you did yeah, not. Honey, he, uh, happening and shit Come happening. Come on, you, you were did in not. That. You were, <laughs> it, yeah. So it's called. It's, uh, it's being heated up again. There was a workshop four years ago. The money fell through, and it's starting to heat up again. Yeah. That's all I can say. And uh, if it does, you're invited to opening night. Yeah. He's, it should have He's brilliant, and he's looking for in, investors. So if anybody's a huge fan of Liberace. Yeah. When I just flashed on was your play, Boy Chick. And oh, oh yeah, that was fabulous. So marvelous on stage. Yeah, that was a one-man show, which you also wrote. Yeah. No, I did not write that. Oh, and I know well, we talked. Stick with it. And just say okay, and it was really good. And I just want to say, you know, we talked about Jenny Lee coming onto the show and how. Oh yes, I'm sorry. What, no, but how wonderful, and marvelous she was, and having her there was so great. Uh-huh. But man, Priscilla, when what? you came on the show. The, I didn't think I, you I, liked me. No. Well, the first year we didn't get to know each other. The second and, year we became best friends. And then, and then we the first season, in the third. Yeah. But um, when people talk to me about, aside from the fact that we loved you and loved working with you, when people talk to me about their from the show, it is 99% of the time once, once you had come on board. It's those shows in the last four years. I they know loved your addition so to the show. so protective of me. But it's so true. It, I'm not making that up. It is usually, 99% of the time, they will talk about an episode that you were involved in. If we're so signing you an added autograph. To our show. You if, guys added to our show. If we're signing an autograph, if, if like Sue Suzanne is in it, she goes, I don't want to sign that. And then, <laughs> and then she'll whip out another, you know, group photo that I'm in. I mean, she doesn't want to sign it. I mean, she's very, very, very supportive. And, 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 you know, and I've, I've never met Suzanne. I mean, I've, I've, I've nev- never met me. I do remember that whole thing with, I mean, that is a kind of a funny thing. I, mean, I met her once. Want to hear how I met her? Is that they were doing a pilot and uh, called She's the Sheriff. Yeah. And I was hired for it. And so was Don Knotts. Right. And it was a spinoff from a show no, she was doing well. or something. They have- Joyce turned it down. Guess who they hired? Me. Karen yeah. Valentine or something? I got out of it, it or? because the producer, Mark, whatever his name was, who lived in the Midwest Coast, didn't he? oh, he was married and he wanted to have an affair. And I, I you know, I, mean, I tried oh to be like gosh. a sister. I'm like, really? You're going to direct every other one? You're the actual creator, oh. creator, the writer, and you want to fuck the star? Mark, that's an awful lot to do. <laughs> and I mean, you know. But so I walked I into that. Work. So I walked into though, that So show. we're responsible for Suzanne, because nobody <laughs> would hire her then, coming back. I mean, you know, and doing 
doing the show. So you guys were working on the show that she was doing, which was called. No, she she took was our she place. Like, because so I was going to so get sued by Laura she, So okay, the show that Suzanne was in was She's that. She's the sheriff. Okay, so there was this. Uh, I got show. out of it, and then she did Okay, so okay. I did a spinoff from She's the Sheriff. No, that's what did. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I so, know. Yeah, so no, but this. that's, so I don't, so yeah, I got that. I'm sorry, that, I'm it was sorry. Her sh- so anyway, they were doing the spinoff from She's the Sheriff that I uh-huh. was hired to do with Don Knotts and Karen Valentine. Oh, my God. So I, but. It was like, so there had to be one episode where she spins it off or whatever. And I had never met her. Uh And and I heard, but I didn't even know. So anyway, you go in, they all escort us into the big uh, read room. Uh So all of a sudden, you know, everybody's in there. We're all around the round table. And all of a sudden, like, Suzanne walks in. And they say, without, because I didn't know she was going to be there. And she didn't know I was going to be there or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the producers thought it was really funny. And they said, oh, Suzanne. Have you met your replacement, oh, Jenny Lee Harrison? They and did again, that to you guys? Yeah. <sighs> and again, so it's like, like the dum dum, like, is that funny? And, oh, no. and I just sat there and I continued and I did the whole read. And afterwards, <sighs> she, so I've seen in print about again how they did that and how that it was, again, very unkind to her, whatever. And I'm, and again, I just try to did go, she you know what, talk just to you? Work. So you never She came up afterwards and we talked for about 10 minutes and she just kind of said she kind of asked me something about uh maybe did you know what was going on or anything I said you know what I didn't know a thing like you didn't know a thing is I just I just knew there wasn't she wasn't there and I was hired to do a gig and she wasn't had no animosity against me or anything else and we talked for about 10 minutes and she said she had nothing you know about me and I didn't and that's the only time I ever met her Ever. Yeah. I never so met her. I mean, she did a talk show at one time, and she wanted me as a guest. And then something about, she wanted to do a bit where, where we would scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff what? Yeah. Oh, like, God. <laughs> like, what? And, yeah, and I'm like, no, I, I don't think, you know, me, I'm kind of crude, but I'm not, I'm not ready for this. Okay. Oh, oh, Grady. Okay. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to end this, baby. And, and thank you. Uh. I, from the bottom of my heart, was it, I had fun, actually. We love you. I had yeah. no idea what yeah. we were going to say. This was but such a nice you. conclusion to our day today. Yeah, because and we, we will always remember this. So well, thank it kind you. of warmed us up the first exactly. one. That's what Joyce said. Yeah, so it's Marina, really nice. So thank you so much. Marina Garcia's. Carl Kozlowski. David, what is your last name? Robinson. And Robinson, do you, are, are you on the improv? I mean, do you do stand-up, right? Uh, around town. Uh, yeah. You know, do a uh, weekly show at a coffee house uh, in uh, Miracle Mile. Area. Oh, wow, because Richard's going to the improv tonight to see one of his students, because he also teaches. And what, what's your student's name? Esther Koo. Well, there, you need me to say more. I got about six jokes that just came out of my head. Oh, cool. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having us, Stella. We love you. It was fun knocking on. Thanks for letting us knock on your door. door. Love you guys. Thank you. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.